Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, only in New York. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. I'm Andrea Allen. And I'm Chemda. And you've seen today's guest everywhere, including Chelsea Lately and Lights Out with David Spade. He also has a hilarious podcast called Cover to Cover. Please welcome Chris Fandrola. Yeah, Chris. Hey, Hello, everyone. Thank well, you happy so to be much. Here. Yeah, we're happy to have you here all the way from... Los Angeles, huh? Coming from Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. This is amazing. I was, and you guys are all in New York. Oh, we're yeah. in New York. This is, I mean, have, can you not tell by our accents? <laughs> Mine, I got it too. I, you know, Do I you? have the New York accent. Yeah, I try to get rid of it, but it just really does not go away. I don't know how, how much you guys have lived outside of New York or left New York or even, you know, I'm born and raised on Long Island. So I can't. What part of Long Island of are you from? I'm from a town called Ronkonkoma, exit Ooh. 59 on the Long Island Expressway. Out I, there. Oh, I have yeah. been taking the train to Ronkonkoma recently because my brother just moved out like a 15-minute car ride from there. Oh, it okay. is a two-hour ride from where uh, I am in Queens. You mean on the, on the train or just in the, in the car? I'll, yeah. I'll give you door-to-door unless it's a weekend and then it's three hours. But my brother still claims to live in New York, which we all know is not true. So yeah, it's like, no, it's like it, a New York, it New York is a farm. It's, yeah, it, it really is. It's uh it's pretty rural out there and you know, it's, it, but it's, uh, I haven't been there in a while, but when it was great to grow up in. When you grow up in Long Island, do you always kind of like think you're going to move into the city? Do you like as a teenager go into the city to like get in trouble or is it a I think so. separate entity? Yeah. No, you do. You go into the city for things like, uh, I mean, this is going back away, you know, different time, Times Square, things like yeah. that. When Times Square was a different thing. No, there used to be like porn shops and karate stores in Times Square. Karate stores? Yeah, there was a lot of karate stores. What does that enough, mean? Like, where, where you would buy like nunchucks and those throwing oh, stars and things like that. Yeah. It really was. That's, that's where Times Square used to be. And uh, you would go. we would go in for things like that, you know, to look at, you know, those porn things we used to put a quarter in and you'd watch 30 seconds of a porn. This is before the internet or anything like that. Well, there was actual ladies in those booths too. Exactly. Like there was like full yes, yes, on yes. jerk off booths, real woman. Smoking a live, like live sex shows. You would, it would yes. open up and it'd be two people going at it on yeah. a dirty mattress. This is for real. You know what's funny about uh, so Manhattan is pretty much the hub, uh, and what what happens outside of Manhattan is when you don't know when you're growing up in in the surrounding cities or Long Island, your city experiences. I'm going to go to Times Square until you realize 
that's not the place I'm supposed to go to. Right. So we get to be a tourist. At first, you'll hear kids go like, yeah, we went to Times Square. I happen to know about the village because my best friend, like, I don't know, her, her mom was a little bit more of a hippie when she was younger. So it was a little insider information. But even us, when we don't know in the outer boroughs, we come in and go to Times Square and then figure it out from there. Because we're here longer than the week that a, a tourist would stay, we can figure it out and learn our new neighborhoods and find a place where we actually can experience real Manhattan. Is right, that, right. Did you find that to be true? I did. Now, where are you guys from? Uh, are you, is, anyone, is anyone from like Manhattan or do you all just come in from the outside world? From so Queens. I'm from Queens. Yeah. So I was born and raised in Queens. I was born in Forest Hills and now I'm one mile over uh, in Kew Gardens because I made a big <laughs> oh, okay. voyage. Yeah. Look at yeah, you. I know, I know. I know. I know Queens very well, too. I was, you know, I spent a lot of time in Kew Gardens and, and Forest Hills, all that. Were you uh, sleeping with a flight attendant? No. <laughs> you know, City of Shea Stadium at the time, City Field. And uh, my, I remember my friend's grandmother lived in Kew Gardens. We'd Ooh. go to her place a lot. Yeah, That checks out. Like, everyone's grandmother lived in Kew Gardens. Yeah, yeah. Was, that, back then, that's what it was. It was a lot of older ladies. Well, it's just me in. and everyone's grandma that lives here. Uh, we actually, it's almost like a convent for grandmas and me. Yeah. That's, That's what, why they had to change the light on the Boulevard of Death, Queens Boulevard, because there were so many old ladies crossing. They couldn't make it across, and cars were just kept going. I'm That's like true, so right? blown away yeah. by that, that you guys. I'm from Canada, by the way. So I've been in New uh, York for, for 12 years, but I didn't, I've only known Queens Boulevard as to actually have crossings. I didn't know people were legit running across. Yeah, they were dying. Can you this believe is that? That's fucking insane. crazy. Yeah. Andrea found out just a few episodes ago that Queens Boulevard is called the Boulevard of Death. Yeah. And she was very scared of that. I yeah, mean, I, yeah. I love it. I love it. But did you it know about surprise. that, Chris? Did you, the news go back to L.A. about the Boulevard of Death? Uh, I, I know because uh, my brother lives in Astoria, so I, I'm, I, I'm there a lot as well. So I, I know Astoria pretty well. And uh, yeah, Queens Boulevard, Dit Mars. Honestly, I find all of New York to be a bit of the Boulevard of Death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you need to be on your game. And you, it's one of the reasons I don't love it uh, is because I, I'd rather not that Los Angeles is any better, but I feel like you could be much calmer here. You don't miss the moment you walk out the door in New York. It's on. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give you that. Yeah, yeah. We'll give you, don't, that. You, you don't have to be that way here. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you can isolate and, and maybe, yourself there. Exactly. Sure. Right, yeah. right, right. And maybe even the car, maybe just being in the car is different too. I, know I was going to say that we have our problems, but yeah, but you is, guys, you guys have your cars to jerk off in here. People are doing it on the subway. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. It's so, like a little more private. It's a little bit more um, like a, a private suite. It is. A, that's what it feels like. Really private suite. See, I have yeah. the LA experience here in New York because I'm very wealthy. I have a, a motor vehicle. Yes. So I do get the experience of LA, but here in the best city in the world. And it's just amazing. Do you find it to be the best city in the world? No, I don't. I think that there's a lot of garbage. I think there's a lot of smells. Um, I'm yeah. grateful for where I live because I'm not near anything sort of. Right. You know, I'm kind of like in, you know, there's trees and there's buildings and it's just like more residential where I live. Uh, but I'll tell you, like things that happen here in New York, and we talk about this all the time, can only happen in New York. So I wanted right. to tell you guys, I wanted to share with you guys an experience that I had yesterday. Mm. Uh, I went to the post office. And again, it's like, Chris, you, you say when you walk out of your house, like game on. 
It is. Like, you don't know what's going to happen to you. You know, you don't know if someone's going to scream something racist at you or if you're going to get in a fight. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking about my life. Are you talking about the cops? What are you talking about? (laughs) Who knows? So I'm in the post office yesterday. And and speaking of which, when you leave New York, the post office is a different experience. We have bulletproof glass here. And we have to close. The post office employee has to close their side in order for us to open a side (laughs) to put a package in. Then we close that so that we won't shoot them in the fucking or, stab, or stab them real quick yeah that's so, how i have sex now by the way i just have plexiglass i open one <laughs> side i go in we fuck it's only genitals in the box i get nightmare. it i totally get it fucking so I'm nightmare in, i'm in the the post office it says only t- 10 people are supposed to be in the post office there are 25 people in the post office there is a carriage with three children in this carriage unattended question mark there are children screaming uh i'm texting my friend i'm like this is a mental institution do you this think place- parents are just leaving their children at this point yeah They're I, mean, like, I, I don't even blame school, them. i don't give a fuck <laughs> I don't blame them. So I I mean, I almost like breastfed one of the kids in the stroller because I felt like what's going on here. Uh, So I'm standing at the counter finally. Right. I'm online for a half an hour and the girl next to me is getting her passport and she's, you know, maybe two feet away from me to the left and she faints onto the floor and she starts having a seizure. Holy shit. No one moves. It's just oh. business as usual. And I'm like, can someone call 911? Is, are people scared to touch her because of COVID, do you think? Uh, or just because they're shitheads? No, I think that they're like, we've been in the post office. Like, so am I next? <laughs> I'm not like, losing can- my spot. Right. So I'm like, can someone call 911? I'm like, so I scream very loudly. Is Does anyone know what you're supposed to do when someone has a seizure? And like three people are like, no. <laughs> That's helpful. <laughs> Stick a wallet in their mouth. That used to be the case with the seizure. Oh, a wall- right? I thought it was a spoon, and I didn't. <laughs> oh, have any yeah, whatever. I think. Yeah, I used to heard. I thought it was wallet. No, <laughs> so I'm. I'm going with Chris because you're less likely to swallow a wallet. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's gonna go horizontally, I guess, in your mouth. It's also, really are you carrying spoons around? That's, I said <laughs> no, I had no why, utensils. Yeah. Everybody has a wallet on them at all times. I think. I don't know. At least my wallet's to. so big. It's like a very square wallet. That's what they want. Yeah. All right. So (laughs) she's on the floor. She has a dress on, right? Like a a cotton dress and sneakers. She kicks her sneakers off in her seizure. Um, She's foaming at the mouth. And I'm like, hello. Is like, how am I the most qualified person to take care? I mean, you're not not a doctor. I am not not a doctor. So I'm like, okay, everything's okay. So they call 911. 15 minutes later, she's still seizing business as usual. Um, so she finally snaps. I stand right next to her this whole time. And I'm terrified because I'm like, this girl's going to puke and I'm going to kill myself. But yeah. at the same time, I'm like, this girl's going to die. And I don't want to like n- not, you know, help her in some way. Is this in Queens? This is happening this is in Queens. This is in Kew Gardens, right? Oh, okay. All I did was walk out of my house to mail a package. <laughs> now you're an EMT. Now I'm an EMT. I'm like screaming. I'm like, hello, is anyone a doc? Nothing. Okay. So the uh, she comes to and she tries to stand up. And I'm like, hey, um, we're just going to sit on the floor for a little bit because I don't want to scare her. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, why? And I'm like, oh, because you fell down. And people are screaming at her. You had a seizure. <laughs> And I'm like, guys, not right now, not right now. So she's trying to stand up and I'm like, hello, can anyone from the post office maybe get her a chair so she doesn't have to spread eagle on the floor? Hello. She has no clue where she is. And I'm like, hey, you're okay. And she's like, yeah, like she's looking at me like, why is this crazy person talking to me? 
trying to hug me and shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I was breastfeeding her now. It was weird. It was very awkward. Uh, yada, yada, yada. The, the fire department comes and uh, they take her away. And I'm like, you're going to be okay. She's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know why everyone's telling me this stuff. Like, I don't wow. even know where I am. Uh, so, and I was like, I don't want to go to the post office anymore. No, you got to go to like UPS or FedEx. Yeah, this is like, this is not good. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that reminds me only in New York pod.com where you can get things for Tracy to mail to you. You can, you can get sick. This is why it's because of you people. That's right. I said it. You people are ordering stickers from us. We have holographic stickers. Go to only New York pod and I'll go to the post office. I'll mail them out. I'll put myself at risk. I probably have gotten a terrible foam disease by now. Yeah, every problem. Is that did. what you is that what you were mailing at the time? Were you mailing stickers? I was mailing only in New York City. Of course wow. I was. What uh, else am I doing at the post office constantly? I don't know. You guys I mean, are buying merch like it's flying off the shelf. Just one Chem- shelf. Chemda has been there when I have a friend of ours has had a seizure in our presence before who has seizures regularly. And I just caught her like a baby and was holding her. And I was like, I guess this is what we're doing now. Right. Well, it's you, now, scary- now you know if you have your wallet on you. Yeah. <laughs> Gagger. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I know if that, that purse. Yeah, whatever it takes. I, they, it's, I think it's just about they, that's, they can't swallow their tongue. That's what right. I've heard. Yeah. 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 I think you're right. And, and uh, when it happens in front of people, or at least like when it happened with me and Andrea, you, you hear everybody's tone change where they're like, I'm totally not freaked out. Why? How are you? Hey. It's like, nothing's happening. Nothing's um, how happening about, for 15 minutes. How about we move mm-hmm. her to the couch? Oh, that sounds like a lovely. Oh, all fun. of a sudden, we're all, we're all like the most zen we've ever been. We're like, well, just, yeah, I think she's okay. Because if there's an emergency in New York City, it's heightened because it's such a crazy place and the like everything just feels more intense. I mean, I've fallen down the stairs twice this year. You know who you are, though. Subway subway stairs? I fell down the subway stairs in January, completely forgot about it. I was leaving a horrible date and I was like, I gotta go. And I fell down the stairs and I went, I did a spot, I got home. And then during COVID, when I was recovering from Corona, I was all like brain fogged and I fell down the stairs again, just like in my fucking house. It's a nightmare. Oh, when you fall down the stairs, that's one of my worst fears is those subway stairs are extra hard and metal. So how did you fall down? Did you fall like down three or cause you could fall down a full flight. Okay. That's rough. Full Chris, flight. I would like to let you know that Andrea doesn't fall down three steps. That's just <laughs> okay. not she goes full starts at the top and goes all the way to the bottom. There's yeah. no business like show. <laughs> I flew. That's the truth. I flew and I landed. You know when your first contact is is, is your foot and my foot just bent as I landed, like all the weight was on the foot. And then I was lying on the ground. And just like you're saying, Tracy. Everyone's walking past me. This is the seven train to flushing. No one gives a shit. And then an old man is just like, are you okay? And it's like when it's an old man who looks like he's like in worse shape than me. I'm like, it's I'm fine. You can go. You're going to die before I do. (laughs) Yes. Keep walking. So, Chris, you have had uh, some. Now, just let me say this before yeah. you before you go on about the seven train. Uh, you guys are all too young to remember, but years ago there was a pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. His name was John Rocker. Mm. And John of Rocker. Know John Rocker. Even yeah, I know that. Do you really know John Rocker? Yeah. I well, do. John Ro- John Rocker went out, did an interview with Sports Illustrated magazine, and he was going to play the Mets at Shea Stadium, and mm-hmm. that's where the seven train goes. Mm-hmm. And he basically went on to say, if you want to get AIDS or get killed or get murdered, take the seven train to Shea Stadium. 
And everybody was not in an uproar. And, and most New Yorkers are like, well, what did he say that wasn't true? Like, he's pretty much nailed the seven. Yeah, he got that was oh, a yeah. huge headline when he said yeah, that. Yeah, oh my God. It was, he couldn't, anytime he, he came out in Shea Stadium after that, they would throw, this is back in the days where you were able to bring shit into the stadium. And the things that were thrown at him from that point on is unbelievable. Mostly murder AIDS. weapons. Yeah, 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 murder, battery, a lot of batteries from transistor radios and shit, but. Yeah, totally not ironically, he died on the seven train. He of did, AIDS. yes, yes, years later. He died of AIDS. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So you have uh, had your own New York City experiences, Chris. So you grew up in Ronkonkoma. When did you decide that you were going to get off the farm? Uh, uh-huh. Also, I just like to mention there are very good pies in Ronkonkoma. So like, don't what sleep. Type of pies? Uh, uh, what's it called? Pussy Br- pies. Who cares? You got out and you stay out. <laughs> Bramir Farms? Enough. Is it Bramir Farms? The farm uh, in Ronkonkoma? I don't, I don't know. Is there a farm? On Soundview I, Avenue? You know Soundview Avenue? Wow, Tracy, no, this I don't is know a any deep cut. No, what are you talking about? Tracy, yeah. you shouldn't know yeah. these things. Chris, call your parents. There's very good pies they've been holding out on you. Uh, okay, yeah, fair I enough. Actually, I, I, took, I took a ride out there. Uh, Tim Dillon and I went out there to go get some pies. Ah, Tim yeah. Dillon would fucking know. He, uh, he was like, let me get like 10 of them, right? Sure. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to get one. That's fine. Uh, so he got 10 pies. And- All right, I'll check it out. I, I'm not, yeah, I, I haven't been back in a while, but we're not allowed. I don't think, I honestly don't think, and I'm not kidding when I say this, I don't think if, if we live in Los Angeles, we're not allowed in New York right now. Yeah, that's, not, I mean, that's just, that's, that's nothing to do with Corona. Yeah. 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 It's just so we're, our new, we're that's our new rule. I mean, we yeah. could just keep that rule in place. I'm okay with that. No, that's, I'm fine. Like I'm fine with it, never going back to Los Angeles nor New York. I don't, I, I, I'm over both of them, honestly. Chris lives That's in Oklahoma fair. now and he's just having <laughs> such a whole. You know, life. I really would. I, I was just there. I was in Oklahoma City this weekend performing and I often look, and I'm a little older now, so I often look around and go, why would this seems perfectly fine to me? Yeah, like, dude, I don't need, go, sorry, go ahead. I don't need the things I once needed, you know? So when I go to some of these cities on the road, I'm like, I, this is okay. You know, what, you know what this tells me? That you actually like your wife. I do. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we're, we're here in distraction. So as soon as the distraction stopped with, with COVID, everybody learned who liked their, their spouse and who didn't. So I feel yeah, like if you true. want to live a more relaxed, you know, indoor, you don't have to hustle outside, you have to like your partner on a certain level. Okay, yeah, I mean, fair living enough. in I'll Oklahoma, I think, is like there's always COVID, right? <laughs> No, I mean it was unbelievable. It does not exist in some of these places on the road. There's yeah. no mask. There, there. Oh no, but shows. I'm saying like it's it's almost like how we're living now. How like we're just oh yeah, like, like you're just home. in your house. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's probably true. But also, you know, I don't know how you guys are in New York, but for the most part, living in New York, at least some of the people I know, they don't really go beyond a certain amount of blocks that they live on. You know, we all like if you live in the Upper West Side, you never go down to the village, very rarely. And it's the same thing here in Los Angeles. If you live yeah. in the valley, you don't go to Santa Monica. You just don't. So you find your places. So if I did lived in Oklahoma, I'd find my places and I would do six things. And yeah, be, that's kind of what I do now. Probably yeah. just like a Panera, right? Yeah. Right. That's it. Shit like that. You know? <laughs> I totally understand. So now you're in Ronkonkoma. When do you decide, like, I got to get off the farm. I have to go to the big city. The big city. I, I was going to the big city a lot uh, to see, like, Broadway shows and stuff. I would go a lot. Uh, I would go to Broadway early on when I was a kid. Uh, so I would do that a lot. 
uh, even downtown off off Broadway, down in you know Bleecker Street Theater and stuff like that. Oh, uh, so I do that a lot. Yeah, and then um, they have good then, sandwiches in. The, well, they used to have good sandwiches in the Bleecker Street Theater. There was a little sandwich shop in there. Do you remember that? I love the Bleecker Street Theater. I just saw uh, Colin Quinn show there, uh, his last oh, show that he did. And it was great. So good. Um, yeah. So anyway. Uh, I, I do, I do, I, I would go to a lot of theater and then I became an electrician in New York City. So I was working as an IBW Local 3 electrician. I was going to say New Local City. 3 because I don't really talk to the people that just are like private electricians. No, this like, is Local 3. Yeah, IBW, I only like union uh, workers. Proud union member uh, of International Brother of Electric Workers down working at the Trade Center. All the, all the bills. Cool. All, all of it. You name it, I worked it. And I, and I, would, I would leave, God, Ron Konkoma you'd have to think like a 3.45 a.m. train to get to New York in time for like a 5.30 start. That's when they start the trains at 3.45. 3.45 is the first one. It's the first one out of Ronkonkoma, yeah. Surprisingly kind of packed. Like that's a miserable existence, getting on the 3.45 out of Ronkonkoma to take an hour and a half. And this is now at least you have shit like phones and stuff on the train and Wi-Fi. This is none of that. This is – you have to read a book or a mag or some shit, you know, the Poor New York thing. Post. Or, so <laughs> I know, you know what I mean? But yeah. You know that I have not been on the train since there's Wi-Fi on the train. Wow. Really? Yeah. I like when you're saying like, I used to have to read a book. It's like, I would literally carry books because if I, I would read so much cause I was just alone on the train that I would right. bring another book in case I finished that book. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a long you, ride. Were you like, Sorry, were you an electrician, but you wanted to be in show business, or you were just interested in show business? Was it was it? No, like I was. Coach? I was always. I always had aspirations in show business. Now I'm yeah. like a theater theater kid and stuff like that. But um, you know, I was my, my family was pretty practical, and they were like, sure. "You're going to be an electrician," and th- and I did, and it was fine. But then I I, I wound up you know doing stand up. What this is way way back, and and like shitty bar shows in New York City. Yeah, and, and I started to get a little heat from that, and. Kind of moved out here, but yeah, I, I to go back to the story I was supposed to tell, and when Tracy and I decided that I was going to do this, was the fact that my apartment in New York City was I lived in the in the uh, in the Sheffield Tower, which is on Fifty Seventh Street and between Eighth and Ninth Avenue, which is a gorgeous area, mm-hmm. uh, like Columbus Circle, kind of like right there, just real high. Yeah, but end. You know, you know that it's a good building when the person who lives there tells you the name of the building. Like I've yeah. never. Yeah. And the other like, thing is, yeah. And it's one of those buildings when you tell people the name, they all know it. Like everybody's like, oh, the Sheffield. Oh, the Sheffield. Okay. I am sorry to interrupt, but Sheffield to me, because I grew up in Sheffield. Canada, is Mr. Sheffield from The Nanny. You know that? Oh, the character? yeah. Well, I think that's probably why he was named. This was like a high end building. So yeah, yeah, sure. Something. It was like the Dakota. It was a big, like, it's a name. Exactly. The yeah. it was it was a name. like the Dakota. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Same type of situation. But anyway, my, my aunt at the time was working for Vanity Fair magazine. She was co- kind of had a high level job at Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. And once again, this is when magazines were all the shit. You know, they weren't mm-hmm. online or anything. And uh, so she w- left to go live in Connecticut. At, uh, to with my uncle and and gave us the apartment me and my two brothers wow. who were also electricians and we had this gorgeous apartment uh in the sheffield for almost two years as electricians and my neighbor across the hall was phil hartman and then a little <laughs> and then a little further down the hall was uh little stephen van zandt from bruce springsteen uh, yeah so 
it was a wild time. And and then uh, me and my brothers who were just electricians. Did you befriend these people? Uh, I mean, not not much outside of just chatting in the hallway and in elevators, you know. But it was pretty Please, wild. everyone's in their boxers when this is happening. Was that the case? I wish. No, no. But it was. Uh, it was. So that was my living situation. So I never had like this shitty New York apartment with rats and stuff. I've heard yeah. about them, but I've, it, I I never went down that road. I just went from like the highest end apartment to a shitty apartment here in Los Angeles, but never in New York. Let me tell you something. There are three electricians in a high-end apartment in New York City is mm-hmm. my dream. Like I, I couldn't yeah. even I couldn't even yeah. make something up that I would want more than that for myself. Well, if they had a fourth roommate and they were and that person was a garbage man, then you'd really cream. That's, that's impossible. Like that's Yeah. The funny thing was I wish had had I was only like 19 at the time. I, I did it from like 19 to 22. Or I wish I had known more about uh, like New York City. I wish I had explored the city more. We would get off work and go up to the room and never come out, you know, just terrified that we were going to get murdered on the streets. <laughs> yeah. But this is, Next. this is New York. This is New York when it was bad. You got, I don't know how much yeah. you guys know, the, like the bad New York. This was yeah, like, well, New York was shit. Yes, but but 58th Street between 8th and 9th. No, yeah. no, that was a little better. Yeah, you're right. It well, wasn't too bad. But I, I called, so my dad lived in New York in the 70s um, when he was a banker, and I called him in like peak COVID. I don't speak to my dad all that much, but, you know, I was I was having a hard time, and I was like, it's just crazy here. And he, he basically was like, Andrea, don't be a pussy. I lived in New York in the 70s. Yeah. He's like, I used to come from my banking job and just see dudes with guns. And I was like, all right, you know what? That's a fair fucking call. You're, you're right. It was just a different time. And I kind of do feel, and I don't know, Achemda and Tracy, if you feel this now in the city, there is kind of a lawlessness that is creeping back into it because of the way everything is right now, like the civil. Wait, something. One. What's wrong? Yeah, there's just like a couple like crises happening, sort of like in parallel. No. It's it, no, it's not. But it, it does feel like people are drinking on the streets. Cops less and less give a shit. Rent is going down because no one's paying their rent because you know, lol. It's, I've noticed more graffiti and my yeah. bo- my bodega yeah. person got robbed where they just oh, like, reached over and and took some of the money from a register. Um, I could see what you mean. And then it also feels it because people are also ready to fight. Like, why aren't you wearing your mask? And, mm-hmm. and there's a very divided country. So I think it is spilling over a little bit. Yeah. How could it not? I mean, yeah. it, of course it is. It's yeah. I, honestly, Los Angeles is the same way. Um, yeah. it's, it's a weird time. And, and New York, you guys, you guys are much more on top of each other. So yeah, it, it, it just can't, it, it, there's no way this can't be affecting people's psyche no. and uh, trying and, uh, not to lose control i mean it's right right it's yeah. a lot of patience that you have to muster up in order to not kind of lose yourself in oh my god it's the same day over and over again and you know we don't have new stories to share for each other because we don't really even know what day it is i've yeah. had moments where i'm like did that happen today or last week i don't know yeah anymore. yeah it's crazy yeah i worry about new york i really do and i'm not saying this 
like I'm, I'm talking on a on a level of like people. We're doing fine. Coming. You left us, and hey, we're fuck you. Fine. <laughs> but, Go but back like, to the Sheffield, pussy. <laughs> we're fine. I wish, I wish. I wish. <laughs> but no, like like the fact that like some of my, let's face it, a lot of those Fifth Avenue stores, if, if they haven't gone under yet, they're going under. Oh yeah. Uh, all that real that high end real estate is going under, and then a lot of these people who come from Jersey, like I did Long Island, they're not. The five day work week is going to be done. There's no, there's not going to be a Monday or a Friday anymore. And that New York counts on that shit, like happy hour, uh, dinners, lunches. That's all fucking connected to those people coming from Jersey and Connecticut and Long Island. And if they stop coming, that they're my brother's a waiter in New York has been for thirty five years. Yeah, you know they're they're fucked. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I definitely feel it in the air for sure. I mean, I'm also like amongst comedians and like like your brother, a lot of them are waiters. A lot of them work yeah. in the service industry. Uh, I mean, even my friend who worked worked at the cellar uh, is on unemployment now and he's like, I don't know when my next job is, you know, and it's, it's right. just... Guys, that was our happy corner news update. (laughs) In case you guys are not losing your mind yourselves, we can remind you, you should be. Oh my God. You really should be. Yeah, things are bad. We talked about, you talked about having a fancy apartment. And I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before, but have I ever talked about when I lived in Hotel Toshi? Does this ring a bell to anybody? No, but this is new information about Andrea. Okay. So when Andrea lived in a hotel, no, it wasn't a hotel. Okay. It was, it was one of the weirdest. It it reminds me, I was a young person living incredibly out of my means um, in an apartment in Williamsburg. This is back when Williamsburg was still slight bougie, but not like Equinox, not what it is. Williamsburg is Soho now. So for people this listening- was, was this pre-Whole Foods? Definitely pre-Whole Foods. Oh, okay. Like maybe, well, that is a definitely a, a time that is notable in Williamsburg history. Yes, yes. If I noted with the Starbucks. Was it pre-Starbucks? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I lived in Williamsburg for six years and I bounced around the south side of Williamsburg, which is the Hasidic area. Um, and- you know, there was, there was cool art spaces. There was definitely like nice small restaurants. It was safe, but it was still like a little grunge. Uh, but there was this apartment called Hotel Toshi and it was owned by uh, a, a guy who went by Toshi. His actual name was Robert Chan and he used to be a financier. He clearly had like some sort of break from reality and decided to pursue acting Um you know, and was like, I'm just going to be a man about town. He got the young girlfriend, he got the tiny dog, and he started um, taking old buildings in Williamsburg and turning them into hotels slash um, residences for bougie bitches, okay? So this building, you go in and it's... It's like it's out of Architectural Digest. I had a a fireplace. I had a front balcony. I had a back balcony. There was a waterfall outside of my window, a Zen garden in the the middle of like like blocks from the Marcy projects. It made no sense, but he was actually smart because he was buying up this property and like, you know, renovating it. Um, But... He how, we, how did you get how did you get that hookup? What was the connection to that? 
Uh, I don't know how I met him. I think I met him through, oh, I know how I met him. He used to run like sex parties in his penthouse. Um, (laughs) This this is all making sense now. Sure. Uh, Oh, this is, Chris doesn't know Andrea. Yeah, he doesn't know Andrea. And that's why he's like, this doesn't sound like this is a connection. No, this is a connection. Okay, got it. So he ran like sex slash like ladies would be body painted and shit. And it was like finance dudes and artsy people. Very like I wide shut but Brooklyn you know right Um, and I met him through that and I remember the first time I met him we went to go sign our lease me and another girl and he had spiral staircases going through the apartment did you fall down them (laughs) I did not fall down them I was on the ground floor and I'm like where's this fucking guy why is he taking so long motherfucker walks down the spiral stair in a robe please say in a robe linen suit open the shirt is open so so it's like all chest uh probably like a little bit above belly button scotch in one hand tiny dog in the other hand and this is an asian this is an asian guy an asian guy yeah and and wait a minute he's walking down a spiral staircase holding two different things tiny dog death what kind of dog is this it's like a pomeranian it's like a pomeranian (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, who's this fucking clown? Um, but he, I think he just wanted to sleep with me and my roommate. So he gave no. us a good deal. No, 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 no. Yada, yada, yada. There was no rent for Andrea. <laughs> I mean, it was it was like we each paid $1,000 for this ridiculous apartment. That's crazy. Yeah. And it was the oh, nice. By the way, for those who don't live in New York, that's crazy in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, we were both paying a grand to, and also included in the hotel Toshi living arrangement we had laundry and cleaning every week. So I would, and a wake, John. <laughs> I would wake up and like women would be cleaning around me while I was like hung over lying in my bed. Someone was just like vacuuming my fucking... Do you, do you know whatever became of Toshi? Is he still around? Is he still alive? You want to get in touch, Chris? Okay, so uh, yeah, I, no, uh, I feel like... I, mean, I feel like I, I wonder what happened to these... Ty- like, did they, did they continue with that type of wealth or did it all go away? I, I see. Oh, here's the thing. I think that he bought a bunch of buildings in Williamsburg. So I imagine that he's quite wealthy just off of that alone. But I do remember near the end, he there was I would, an end. I would see signs on his buildings that he owned because he would have parties in these warehouse type places. And right. um, it was like signs that they were being investigated for like poor, <laughs> you know, like probably. It sounds like Tracy knows the news. Uh, so yeah. according to uh, an article from the Brooklyn paper on May 5th, 2010, which is quite a while ago, uh, Hotel Toshi owner Robert Toshi Chan has uh, been being investigated. The Department See? of That's Building. Yeah. Getting at. yeah. All, this it, is how it always ends. Yeah. There's a lot of, there were a lot of complaints about to the DOB about, uh, transient guests in the hotel yes so there's been 25 violations uh there were several raids and uh it is now permanently closed yes yeah Yeah. so um he said that uh my buildings do not pose any danger to human life but not everyone agreed (laughs) sentence my buildings don't pose any danger to human life then they probably do if you have to say that i'm a nice guy (laughs) uh if i if i got connected to you by a sex party and when i signed a lease your shirt was open probably you pose a little just a, a little danger 
but, but I remember being like, I think 22 at the time and I would have parties and people would come in and be like, you have a working fireplace. And I'd be like, fuck yeah. Bitch. Yeah. And my maid's going to be here in a little while. And my dad, <laughs> Robert Toshi Chan is downstairs. So you better be quiet. Not dad, I, daddy. Cause I'm going to get a spanking. <laughs> did you have to call him daddy or did you have to say it with the right accent? Daddy. I mean, I think it was implied. I never, nothing ever happened between the two of us, but you had to deal with him in a certain fucking way. You know what I mean? Like we both got that deal by appeasing to his bizarre ego, but it was fucking sick. It was an incredible apartment. I think about it all the time. Did you have any of these wonderful New York moments? (laughs) You ever once? No, I mean, nothing like that. No, but I like it. I, I like that. What year is that? What year are we talking? Oh, this was probably like maybe six years ago. Um, well, it says so that it says 2010. They were they were already being investigated for a building on Driggs Avenue. Yeah, I remember that building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, so is this even, was after. Yeah, yeah. So New York is is at that point already going pretty well. Things are going well. Oh yeah, in New York. Yeah, yeah. For okay. Williamsburg, yeah, yeah. Um, I I think actually he had a bit part in The Departed. Let me double check this. Um, but, is that uh, is that the one where he just got thrown off the fucking roof? I I I I shit you not. I think he was like in a verbal argument in The Departed, but I'll 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 confirm in the private Facebook group. But he was a great character. <laughs> I mean, I didn't take him seriously as a human being at all, but like I found him fun. Andrea I, loves yeah. these guys. She's like, this is really happening, and I'm here. It's not on. Look TV. at you! Oh my god! Look at your young girlfriend who hates you. I love it. Mwah, yeah, but best. how many people? There are so many people, and in my life too, so many things that you're like, oh, this is going to be a fun story. Yeah, like, exactly. no one's going to believe this person is real. I think that you probably have a lot of that in LA too. Oh, completely. Yeah, uh, especially you know in this business or whatever, you go down those roads early on. Yeah, just that. I mean, unfortunately, the guys that I did business like that with didn't have any money. They were just, you know, scam artists. Yeah, Yeah, scam artists. Kind of like in what was that movie where uh, or was it in? I don't even remember what it was, where Vince Vaughn was like house sitting and he was pretending that was that a movie? He was house sitting and he was pretending that like he was he owned the houses and he was like, bang. I might have made this. I might Are you worse at movies than me somehow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen me play silent trailers on Keith and the Girl? Terrible. I'm like, I don't know. Just let him win. This is very, very hard Are you for talk- me. You're not talking about swingers, are you? No. This okay. is way after swingers. Um, I for- Oh, man. I'm going to – in the secret group, guys, go over to um, Only New York podcast on Facebook and make sure you go in there and tell me what I'm talking about because I don't <laughs> even know. <laughs> Also, just a little bit of an update. Uh, I told you guys a story about my studio apartment that I had here in Queens with my very shady landlord. Mm-hmm. I was going through a memory box uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, just a box under my bed of papers that I saved. And I found my lease that I signed with him and it was on a TD uh, bank, just an envelope. And it said, <laughs> Tracy gave me $900. And then he, uh, he made me sign an X. <laughs> And I kept it because, you know, it's a legal binding document. Do you have a, is that how you got your apartment uh, at the Sheffield? Did they make you sign anything or was it, were you guys illegal there? I guess in a way we were illegal. Yeah. We never did any paperwork. It was just, my aunt had it and she said, you guys take it for a while. And did anyone say anything? 
No, no, we weren't causing any trouble. You know, we were just yeah. But I mean, just people people don't like when people take like, especially in a high end building, when people take over and they're like, "Look at this trash." Yeah, but these guys can fix their shit, so yeah, Yeah, that's true. That was good too. Uh, But there was there were several suicides in that building when I was there uh, because we were. There was an area where the roof was was a, by our apartment, and then it went up higher. You know, there were two levels to it. Sure. So our door opened up onto the roof, and two people had jumped from the higher portion of it to and landed on our portion of the roof. So, <gasps> wow. Yeah. Hold yeah. on. Wait. Yeah. So they landed. So you saw two people land to their death. We didn't see it. That we were at work at the time, but it happened in the day. So we came home, and everything was, was roped at least off. Nice and they, them. And they like- would tell you that. You know, we were on we were on whatever the twelfth floor, and yeah. then the other portion went up to forty fifth. Sure. They would jump out of the forty fifth and land on the twelfth. Yeah, oh. twice. Yeah. Wow. How does uh, this, yeah. what happens when you when you come in? They rope off your apartment. I yeah, they rope off the, the door that went out to the, the that roof, the patio. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, another off. one. This is so annoying. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I guess that's something that we have in common because the apartment that I was talking about, I told the story on the last episode was that uh, one of my, the guy who lived in my apartment before me had jumped off of the fire escape and killed himself. Oh, that, see, so that's it's still happening. Yeah. That's so the it, only way to get real estate. That's the only way to get a good apartment over here. Now who see, you should have found out if you were a good New Yorker, you would have found out what apartment these dead guys were in yeah, and you should have asked heard. the super and you could have gotten a few of the other guys in your brotherhood to get up on there. a higher yeah. floor. And then all of a sudden yeah. it's just a Lechester again. Oh, you know, a Lechester. Of course. I, so do oh, you guys okay. know a Lechester? No. Yeah. Electchester oh. is a city that the uh, local three uh, electricians bought basically many, many years ago in Queens. Yeah. It's their own city. They own it and they put all their apprentice electricians in it for really, really cheap rent. The idea being that you were supposed to nurture these people to become good electricians, then they would move out and let the other young electricians who couldn't afford to live in that apartment. But nobody ever moved out. Yeah, they all just stayed chance. there and spent yeah. $300 rent. It's, yeah. it's, a, yeah, so so it's, it's a pretty nice place too. It's yeah, right, it was a good idea. Yeah, didn't work. Yeah. It's probably um, like one stop, one one exit away from me on the highway. So, Hemda, it's like kind of towards Fresh Meadows. Yeah, okay. exactly. Right. Yeah, that's so a it, nice it, area. Yeah, it's a very nice area. Um, and I actually, I uh, I had some friends that lived in Electchester, and obviously, I dated a guy that lived there. Obviously, because yeah, um, this is who I am as a person, and also uh, Action Bronson, who I went to uh, junior high school with, he also lived in Electchester. Yeah, that's where the, uh, the, uh, the local, the Union Hall is. It's right there, in, you know, on Harry Van Arsdale Avenue. Yes, Harry Van Arsdale. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, good so. old Harry. Uh-huh. Only locals yeah. call that Harry Van Arsdale. Yeah, but it's, it's a very <laughs> well, that, little yeah. known place, though. I'm, I'm really excited that you knew that. I mean, I guess you knew that because, you know, in, you guys talked about it, right? I was born in Electchester. My no, parents, you weren't. My fa- yes, my father, they, they did it. My father was a young apprentice with my mother, and I was born in Electra, so moved out to Ronkonkoma very soon after, but that's where oh they God. had their apartment. See, this is, this is, we needed to know this, Chris. This is very mm-hmm. crucial information. They actually just uh, redid the Union Hall not too long ago. It's beautiful. Right. If I go again, I'll, I'll take some pictures Please for do. You. There's a bowling alley in there. And, yeah. yeah it's a, it's a not nice a spot. bowling alley. They have an entire oh, yeah. shopping oh, center. Yeah, it's a just, shopping I center. Yeah, I haven't been there in a long time, but it was pretty fancy at the time. 
There's no trains around there, right? It's sort of like the suburbs of Queens or the start of the suburbs, right? If you're saying Fresh Meadows, I don't really know. It's a little bit closer. It's like kind of towards Union Turnpike. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any kind of- Where Queens College is? It's on the other side of the Grand Central. So if Mm. we're we're facing east, uh, meaning that we're on the Grand Central going east, Elect Chester's to your left, and then Fresh Meadows would be to your right. So between Chinatown and Queens, Queens College? No, it's kind oh, of more. Okay. I'm trying to think exactly where Electchester is, guys. If you're this interested, is, this is this is a secret. This is fucking Mill Basin all over again. Yeah. I'm like, this sounds fucking fake, Electchester. No, okay. it's for real. It's real. This, I'm this surprised is, that Tracy knows about it. I don't think are, anyone knew Chris, about it outside of electricians. First of all, I am Italian. Do you know how many electricians, how many union workers that I have really funded through their uh, schooling? Via Come your on. pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And I don't mean money. Okay. Now, can I ask you guys, are you guys all comedians? I know Tracy is. Are you guys as comedians as well? Um, I am. And Hemda is a podcaster. And Hemda is the host of Keith and the girl. She's the girl. Okay. Uh, now how's comedy in New York? What's the situation there? Is it happening or not happening? I mean, uh, why? What's wrong? Is there what's happening? Um, it's, um, I have noticed I've been getting booked a little less. Uh, Currently, the comedy scene is exclusively outdoor shows. So, like, yeah. I was just at one. Um, my friend Petey Diabru is running one outside of a brewery. So, it's kind of like they have bars that are serving and you can, you know, distance. Not really. Right. People aren't There's really some distancing. rooftop shows going on. But in Long Island, uh-huh. there are indoor shows. Uh, like, nothing is going on. Well, they're fucking absolute <laughs> monsters. Uh, yeah, yeah. Long Islanders are monsters. I've been saying that since the moment I left. In the oh, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I was going to, yeah, actually, Tracy, you were supposed to work with me that weekend. I was at yeah. Governor's, my hometown. And, you know, it's, 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 I, I don't know if I'll ever go back and perform on, on Long Island. It's, I, I mean, well, it's let's see if we hard. let you guys in anyway. Yeah, uh, <laughs> true too. We might not. Yeah, the comedy scene is very, very weird. Uh, I hope that it comes back soon. I, you know, I hope that New York City bounces back. I think, uh, to be honest with you, I think this is going to be a way of life for quite a while. For for you know, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think you you perform via like Zoom, and I I don't really Outdoor do Zoom, Zoom stand up yeah. anymore because it's like humiliating, but. Um, you know, it's like doing act outs in my living room, like a fucking asshole. Like I it just, I, I can't, I can't. And it's um, not worth it in the end. You're like, I did it. And but yeah, you, you feel like an asshole and you're like, ah, all for what? what yeah. All for? Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just not the same. In, in my opinion, live comedy is all about, this sounds douchey, but it's about energy being exchanged between the audience and the comedian. No, you're right. That's true. And so I, I just, that can't really be replicated right now. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I wouldn't feel inspired to try to return to clubs or, or shows until I felt safe. And I don't know that that's happening. I'm not there yet, guys. Year. If yeah. you guys saw my Vice documentary, I'm in here. You see this right here? <laughs> this is where I am. If you need to find me, I'll be inside of my house. I'm always inside of your phone. I'm always inside of your computer, wherever you're listening to us. And that is where I will be. Outside, yeah. No, you, you just, don't. You don't. Because I've been out on the road a little bit. I, I, I did Tacoma. You're, you're uh, wild. Ooh, you are wild. That's wild. No, I know. And, and I get, you know, I get a little shame for it. I'm shamed by people, by other comedians and by people online that say, I can't believe you're doing this and risking people's lives. And, you know, that's fine. But, uh, <laughs> but you're clearly not bothered. I'm not, I'm, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm too old to care anymore, but 
uh, I, I'm curious is because I know some some comics just won't go. They just won't go. And I, I won't go. I got booked on. Uh, well, I got asked to do a rooftop show. And here's my my answer to everything this, whether it's social uh, business or anything that you need me for right now. Uh, I say, oh, unfortunately, I'm still quarantining. Thank you so much. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a good answer. I I I I. Which I had COVID, so I probably would be one of the safer people to go out because I'm less worried about infecting other people. But right. um, I don't. Uh, I, I, what was your experience like on the road? Because I feel like I would worry that people would not be able to enjoy themselves. Like even in these outdoor shows, I feel like a sense of unease a little bit. Is, yeah, there, that there is definitely. There? Yes, I do. There's definitely that. It's just not as fun as it was. Just yeah. isn't. Uh, whether it be because people are, they do distance the tables, things like that, mm-hmm. but they do and they don't, you know what I mean? Like they're it's like, not. we can only let 120 people in, but if 140 show up, they're not turning. Mm-hmm. Right. You know yeah. This, I mean? and yeah. this is where I'm, this is where Long Island is a little bit scary to me. Uh, right now in my apartment, I am safe. And this is where I'll be. Like I said, if you guys want to come over, I'll be home. I'm not going to let you in. You can come by my window. I wave. And that's all I got for you. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for being on this podcast. You're thank you for City- having me. Oh, please. Anytime your New York City experience. I'll figure is- out how to get online. Sorry about my early. I had done like five podcasts today. Listen, I you're, just did you're ju- a star. I just did Juicy Scoop with Heather, and I came right here from. Uh, to, yeah, so I was, I was, I was uh, over like rigging shit up again. Well, here so my, we are, and apologies. I'm so glad we made it work. We made it work, absolutely. You did. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, and tell your sound man my apologies because I know that they—that's their whole thing. Yeah, he's he's really mad at you right now. So yeah. we're just gonna let shout him out to off. Xerxes. Hey. Uh, he, uh, so, guys, thank you so much, and ev- thank you everyone for listening. Uh, I'm Tracy Carnazzo. You can listen to my other podcast, 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk, Teen Mom Trash Talk. You can go to tracycarnazzo.com for all of my upcoming nothings, and you could follow me on Instagram and. Twitter at Trixie Tuzini, T-R-I-X-I-E-T-U-Z-Z-I-N-I. Make sure that you are giving us a five-star rating and an amazing review on whatever platform you listen to us on because we really need this. Guys, come on. It's been rough. I There was a seizure next to me. Like, I'm not doing well. Yada, yeah. yada, yada. Venmo me. Please help me. Andrea, what do you have going on? Follow me at Andrea Comedy 69 on Instagram. Check out my other podcast, The Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Go to onlyinnewyorkpod.com. Check out our live show, which is only available there. Get only our, on the website. Only on the website. Get our stickers so Tracy can go help a woman have a seizure. I mean, I don't know. Live your fucking life. What am I going to say? Hemdo, where can people follow you? I'm the co-host of the Keith and the Girl show. We've been running 15 years as a podcast. Go to keithandthegirl.com. Podcasting Hall of Fame. Holla. <laughs> and uh, Keith and the Girl is on every platform where you could find podcasts. My name is Hamda, it's spelled C-H-E-M-D-A, and you can find that easily on any platform. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Chris, um, your podcast is absolutely fabulous. I'm obsessed. Cover to cover with Chris Frangiola. Uh, yeah, Chris, do you have anything else you want to tell everyone where they could find you on social media? Uh, yeah, Chris Frangiola. I'm on all the you know, social medias, Chris Frangiola. Um, and, you know, honestly, that's a lights out with David Spade if it comes back. But I don't know if oh. it is. I don't know if anything's coming back. Fingers oh. crossed. Listen, the world it is over. So funny. We oh. are literally yeah, here. Yeah, wasn't that just, a great show? I, so I did. Bad. I enjoyed it. We're here trying not to die. And that's all we're doing right now. Uh, thank you so much. And, uh, guys, thanks you for listening. And we'll see you next time. Thank Balls. you, guys. Sauce. <laughs>